welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Okay, so today we are chatting with my fellow beer lover friend, Steve, who I came across a couple of times in some bottle shares, um, and he's joining us to talk about overbuying, uh, ending up with a cellar full of beer that doesn't taste the way the brewer intended, I guess, uh, is probably the real way to put it. Um, haven't had enough, you know, we have too much beer and not enough time. You like know, too- they keep coming out with more. And right. you're just like, well, I got to get the next thing. And, you we know, only hey, have you know. so much liver. Right. Yeah, fair, fair. Sometimes I'm just not that thirsty. <laughs> I mean, no, but, no, you know, we, ha- we, you know, we do have work and kids and like. And I have know, that two glasses of water before I can start drinking yeah. rule. Which is a good rule, I must say. <laughs> but that limits how much beer that you can consume. So, yeah. yep. <laughs> It delays things, that's for sure. Yes. So welcome, Which is what Steve. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I feel welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so Kara uh, and I trade on occasion. And uh, a few weeks ago, I was looking at my uh, disgustingly overstuffed uh, cellar. And uh, I was thinking, maybe I can give some of these really old, probably not so great uh, beers to Kara uh, and Lauren to do on their podcast. And talk about awful aging experiences or uh, why these uh, adjuncted beers really shouldn't sit around for three, four, five, sometimes six years. Yeah. Uh, You generously donated um, some beers uh, to us before that we recorded in a previous episode. And, um, and one of them was from 2014, I think. Uh, and uh, it was an alarming experience. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, uh, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I, don't, I do have a beer cellar of sorts um, and do have some things that have been hanging around for a while. I'm sure my husband has several years of Bourbon County hidden in a place that I don't know about because he knows I would just drink it. (laughs) I would. Um, (laughs) But, um, but yeah, that was a, that was, that was pretty old. Yeah. Of course, Bourbon County is kind of an exception to the rule. The unadjuncted straight up Bourbon County stout, Mm. you know, I'm drinking some of those still that are 10 years old. Sure. Occasionally you'll find one that's oxidized because part of the thing with aging beers is, Everyone says they have a cellar. For some people, it's literally a closet in their apartment <laughs> living room that they claim miraculously holds a 55 degree temperature year round. But yeah. Uh, yeah. remembering back to my apartment dwelling days, no. <laughs> 55 is not control. an easy temperature to hit without some sort of climate control. I have yes. a mini fridge that I've rigged on like a temperature controller. Um, so I don't have much in ways of a cellar, if you will, because there's it's pretty small. But yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I have like one beer on a shelf that's <laughs> like a random, it's the Lagunitas W from when the Cubs won the World Series. Uh, I do not have that in the cellar. That's not for drinking. That's just that, for keeping. That's just for like, yeah. Um, but that's it. Otherwise, I if I'm going to keep it, I'm going to put it in the right place, right. you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my, my basement right now, which is where <laughs> I am, which partially is covered in Christmas wrapping and presents, and then partially is covered with beer and whiskey. So I have right. a little fridge that's temperature controlled down here that has a handful of beers that are a couple of years old, probably, but not not a significant. Now I've got my husband, not me, has probably like 25 whiskeys that have been that's sitting there for probably God. an oh. understatement. There might be more than that. I've seen yeah, this no. area. Yeah, no, it's yeah, 25 might be might be understating the amount of whiskey that's in well, the, the great thing about whiskey compared to beer is unless you're really low in the bottle that's going to mm-hmm. keep effectively forever and not be changed i have made the mistake of leaving about you know maybe three or four ounces of mm-hmm. a bottle of mm-hmm. bourbon sit around for five or six years 
And that yeah. will oxidize, and you can tell just by looking at it because it turns cloudy. And right. uh, yeah, that's that's not yeah. a good experience. But that's just whiskey for removing nail polish, I think. So much. Yeah. And if you've yeah. only got a couple ounces, you really might as well just drink just it. Just drink it. Yeah, like, you got to make a drink yeah, out of gotta, that. You got to make a drink out of that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, in my household, because my husband does drink whiskey, mostly bourbons, but whiskeys are even scotch. Um, which is all under the whiskey umbrella, you know. Yes. But um, he does not drink beer. So I am the only one in my household that drinks beer, which is why, like Steve, I have an excess of beer at times because one person can only drink so much. I try my best, but, you know, there there are limits. Well, and oftentimes yeah. they make you buy four, six, 12, 24 beer. I hear mm. some people buy beer oh my by the 24s, which you Oof, know, for crazy. someone with beer ADHD like me, that's <laughs> that's way too much folly unless I'm having a party. But right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. No, yeah. no. Agreed. Yeah, I uh, I, you know, there's a handful of bottle shops that will sell by the can and you sell them at a premium, but to me, that's still worth it yep. if there's things that I know I'm not going to drink a four-pack or a six-pack of, because I'm going to wind up giving it away, drain-pouring it, or something, even if it's good, because like you, with the beer, like, I, you know, I have a little bit of, bit of beer FOMO, like, if it sounds good, I want to try it. And it's <laughs> yeah. not even that I'm left out, it's just that I really like to try new things, and so it's like, ooh, that sounds good, I gotta get it, and then two of the cans of the four sit there and sit there and sit there yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yes so what's your cellar setup then steve do you have a temperature Um, controlled cellar uh i mean i've I've got we have a odd uh basement uh the previous owner uh divided it and they left a 10 by 25 foot laundry room which is pretty much the silliest use of space ever but uh we have yet to getting get around to moving walls around and stuff down here. We plan to eventually, but so um, half of the laundry room is uh, mm. effectively my cellar, where I have a bunch of shelving, plus a full size fridge, and then a kind of a wine chiller um, okay. that keeps uh, between fifty four and forty eight. So that's like the most celery thing I have. So that's where like the premium adjuncted stouts that will turn uh, if I'm not careful. That's where I keep those so that I know I can sit on it for a year without it deteriorating too much. Otherwise, you know, it being a basement, it can be, you know, 60 in the winter, but, you know, definitely closer to 70 right. come summertime. So it's not a true, you know, the Trappist monks would slap me around for <laughs> not having a proper cellar. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and so that cellar has become very full. Um, and part of why I like, for example, I had that, uh, I tend to have these odd side beers is I used to, uh, around Black Friday, rather than hunt Bourbon County Stout here, I would go up to Michigan to odd side. I did this a couple of years and go nuts with the cases of barrel aged beers that they just Ooh. sold through a ridiculous lineup and you could buy five, six, 10 cases if you oh, wanted to make oh, that wow. kind of investment. So I'd buy a bunch of that since it wasn't distroed here in Chicago and I was mm-hmm. able to trade pretty well and get a really nice Bourbon County Hall um, without having to run from store to store. Instead, I just drove three hours Michigan. up to Michigan and, and three hours back, often in the same day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right. so I no I longer mean, do yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> I do not buy cases and cases of... Uh, Burlage beers at a time, but uh, I'm still <laughs> still acquiring. We're always acquiring. Yes, always, always acquiring. Like Lauren said, you don't want to miss out. Yep. I got I a mutual friend of ours, Vinny, messages me uh, quite often asking me my opinion on whether or not he should buy an unreasonable amount of a particular <laughs> beer coming out. Um, I actually messaged him today because Revolution made an announcement about a beer they're collaborating with half acre on and uh i asked him if he had a gofundme set up uh <laughs> yeah and he said no he was just rearranging college funds and i yeah. said that's yeah that who needs college sense. anyway it's useless uh, now <laughs> Vinny and i are both pretty much in buying cartels where um we're in separate ones but you know you get like uh ravel up to 
five orders per pickup now with their socially distanced uh, practices. And uh, so I've, I'm in a little group of five and we take turns going to pick everyone's beer up. And like with this most recent uh, release this past weekend, you know, I bought 48 cans, but I'm only keeping 14. So right. Lots of other people. And uh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It works out then, you know, you don't have to go to all of the releases and you still get to, to, you know, get some of the different things. It works out. I think that's the best way to do it is to have some people that also enjoy, enjoy the same or similar beers and you, you know, just kind of take turns. So exactly. It works out. Right. Yeah. 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 Why don't we open this uh, first beer we are going to experiment with, yeah. um, which is one I, I would guess it's pretty likely we've all had before. Uh, willetized by Lagunitas. I know I've had it before, and I know I have their current in my fridge right now. Um, I have definitely I had it. I, I don't recall if I had. I probably did. Um, <laughs> I've been ha- drinking willetized for a while. Um, it used to be called High Westified, right? Right. And that was just Correct. a matter of the source of the barrels. So they right. were getting, uh, I think the first year they made this. Uh, mass-produced barrel-aged coffee stout. They used High West uh, barrels, and since then they've uh, switched to Willet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, each year it's a coffee stout, and then they mix it up. Some years they do bombers. Some years they do. Is it a four or six pack this year? It's a four, I think. Okay, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's an incredible, incredible value for the dollar, like most Lagunitas products. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think that's something that um, they're underrated on is that they're they come out with quality product and it's pretty reasonably priced. I mean, Absolutely. I you know you can always make the argument that somebody's doing a particular beer style better, but I think that when you're looking for you know all around in general something you're going to be happy with, you're you know Lagunitas is a safe bet. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Lagunitas, which I know is on the docket to talk about. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny that we haven't, but they're, well, you know, they're one of I'm the bigger. I'm saving us for uh, brown sugar mm-hmm. because I have, this is interesting. Actually, it kind of plays into what we're talking about. I have like a three or four year old brown sugar in the cellar. Oh, that'll <laughs> be I, fine. That beer, I read an article that about beer it. ages well. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so I'm waiting for an opportunity to put them next to each other. And we haven't really gotten that chance yet. That's why we haven't, which is a shame because Lagunitas is such a big deal in Chicago and, and there's yeah. no way we want to overlook them. Right. And I almost hate that this is like our first Lagunitas experience <laughs> on the podcast. It's okay. It's okay. But we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we're not going to hold this against them, whatever I mean, we have coming our it's, way. It's, and this, this isn't on them. This is on us. That's why this is yeah, awful aging. True. Should you, you keep go. a barrel-aged coffee stout around for three years in a basement that during a heat wave may hit 80 degrees? Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to go with probably not. Probably not. Though, my... so... I will say the ones we drank last time were like 2014, 2016. So we're moving up. We're yeah, this is a little bit today. newer, which is a little bit you know. newer, a little bit more flavor still, because one of the ones we had last time, I was like, I don't even know what this was supposed this to be. This is nothing. Like, yeah, it tasted like nothing. Like, I was like, I could guess be it's beer. It's, it's dark. So maybe, but I don't, I don't know what this is supposed to be. <laughs> this one at least is a little bit better than that. Uh, I definitely recall it having significantly more flavor when it's fresh, but yeah. there's, there's, I mean, no evidence of coffee here. I mean, you know, I, it's one of those things yeah. where you told me that it was in there. So I probably believe <laughs> that it was in there at a time. Um, now the real question is because it's a note that I never get, but do either of you pick up green pepper? Because I always hear that from people that hmm. older coffee beers tend to taste like green pepper. Huh. And yeah, I feel another... like it's, I feel like, and I would not have picked that out, but I could see where the aftertaste of a green pepper to me tastes like the aftertaste of this, not the actual flavor when you're drinking it, but like what it leaves in your mouth like the um, exhale yes i could see that a little bit but everybody's different like the mint one we had before i had no mint and oh, she man. all she tasted was mint um neither of us ever like... 
pick out <laughs> vanilla because I don't know what our problem is with that. Yeah, um, me and Lauren have a really hard time with vanilla, even fresh beer. Like, if there's other flavors in something, we miss vanilla a lot. Like, I just maybe and, okay. I maybe think you the, two, you two might be the reason that some breweries are going just um, ape poop, shall we say, when they add their <laughs> vanilla. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we some have of the had most, beers. Last couple of years, vanilla beers, some of them are just so over the It's shocking, top right? It's vanilla, shocking. But and I mean, it's part of the pastry movement too, though, which yeah. is a whole other thing. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's dessert in a can or a bottle. Right. But, um, and I don't even gravitate towards vanilla beers, honestly. Like I could take it or leave it. But it's just often when it's the main flavor, we just kind of completely over like it just it. gets lost on us a little bit. <laughs> I actually think that it's more so when when it's something that's got a, a collection of flavors in it. You know, mm-hmm. if it's like coffee and vanilla, I'll it's taste coffee. coffee and maybe I'll get like what would be the the kind of like the sugary sweetness that mm-hmm. is the vanilla. But I don't if you didn't tell me that was the vanilla, I might not immediately identify it that way. So like, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just vanilla is just a, I don't eat anything with vanilla outside of drinking it in beer either though. I mean, like, well, I don't really eat a lot of sweets. I don't mm, bake yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, right. It's, it's a good, to that point that it's <clears> vanilla <throat> and uh, we, we've gone down a funny rabbit hole here since we're drinking totally coffee beer, hole. but uh, <laughs> vanilla, I mean, Kind of like in baking, most things, most desserts you bake involve vanilla, even if right. it's not like a prominent note. And when these, especially with the, here in the pastry age, you know, when they're doing coconut, hazelnut, uh, brambleberry vanilla, oh my God. the vanilla is <laughs> not really going to pop. They've but, gone crazy. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 Fair, fair. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, vanilla and coffee go fine together. So we'll oh, bring that's it a great back combo. to coffee. Yes. So there yes. you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, what's funny. I do, I do enjoy a beer aged in the rye barrels quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, yeah. So I really like this when it's fresh. Um, Me too. So it's it's a solid beer. You you don't taste coffee in it now after a couple of years at all. It's just it's just beer. Yeah. <laughs> it is just beer. It's not <laughs> bad. Like I I if I had a can, I'm sorry, if I had a bottle of this left in your situation perhaps like where you came came across it or something, mm-hmm. I wouldn't like dump it. I would just be like, "Oh, I guess I'll just drink this, you know, if it if it just happened to be what you came across." Um, I just would kind of go in with the expectations that we had tonight, which is, well, it might not be very good, but (laughs) this didn't turn out to be bad, Right. Um, Mm -hmm. which is a comfort because I'm kind of hoping we don't go that way. Yeah, no, fair. (laughs) But if you, uh, if you see Willitize 2020, which is out, I uh, I I highly recommend it. So yeah, give it a shot. It won't break the bank and it's, it's everywhere. You mean you can get it anywhere. Which is really, like we said, which is actually really great. Lagunitas is pretty, and now that they've got multiple, I mean, they brew, they've got places in what, South Carolina, they've got California, like they've expanded significantly, which yeah, we'll talk about Lagunitas another day, but yeah, we'll um, get into their history. You can get it a lot of places and it's not crazy expensive. It's not, oh my God on you know you can't find it you have to trade for it or sit in line or right not really lines nowadays lottery whatever it is <sighs> um so it's actually really great that you can it's readily available um, yeah no it serves it serves a ton of purposes it's great as a on-ramp to craft although uh at their scale there's of course an argument about are they truly craft i forget who owns mm. them but i believe it's one of the multinationals uh owns them now um but then there's also, you know, also, of course, parties. Great for that. And then there's also the, uh, at a certain point, and I happily haven't reached it yet, but at a certain point, a lot of beer nerds just, like, are over everything. And they're just like, I'm just going to drink shelfies. I'm going to buy a six-pack or two each week, enjoy one or two beers a night, and give up on the FOMO and the chasing <laughs> Yeah. and the haze and yeah. milkshakes and <laughs> and i can see that here. i can see that i'm 50 well, i should probably we're be not there, there yet. no not there yet. no we're not no. there yeah. yet yeah. um and yeah lagunitas is is now bought by a much bigger company but it's heineken so heineken is who owns lagunitas okay. they okay. bought 
I bought like a partial ownership back and I'm going to get this wrong, like 2014, 2015. And then recently they bought the rest of it. So I believe they're full owners now. Um, But, you know, do I want to buy from Heineken? Do I want to buy from InBev? Do I want to buy from, you know, I don't know. So, So, yeah. And Tony McGee, the founder of Lagunitas is from Naperville. So, you know, we're Western and Southern bourbonites (laughs) here, as far as I know. And uh, it's nice to see a local kid made good. So yeah, sure. True. Totally true. Yeah. Plus he's got great tax (laughs) advice. If you read his book. Oh, okay. I I have not, (laughs) but not really. (laughs) But it has something to do with when they send you a letter you have to sign for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Lagunitas, one down. Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about beer in general for a minute or two, and then maybe we'll dive into this next experiment. Uh, So, Steve, why don't you tell us your beer story a little bit? What's your first craft beer? What's your most memorable uh, craft beer? My first craft beer, that's a toughie. I mean, I remember back in the early to mid-90s, even, uh, my friends and I were beer snobs, so... And that was really just not a golden era for beer by and large. It was all, um, you know, American adjunct lagers, three or four taps at most places. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'd always gravitate toward like uh, the imports. So uh, Newcastle Brown pitchers were hilarious because they were like 20 bucks, which was <laughs> a lot of money back in 19 dickety do. But uh... you were a beer snob before being a beer snob was popular. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, a little bit. So. So I always kept that edge and I could never really go along with uh, much of the, the, the big lager type stuff. But what I guess more towards true craft that goes back probably like 2008-ish or so. And, uh, you know, I started like making runs across the border to pick up new Glarus stuff. And I uh, um, was excited when uh, we moved out here and we're closer to two brothers, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, there but um you know i'm not i'm not gonna hate but yeah that's fair it was a thing for a while i mean i went to their festival a couple of times uh, and it was a great time juice fest yeah yeah yeah, it was a really Um, fun time uh they had a decent variety and the festival was cool yeah Um, yeah, good people and you're right it was nice to have a a bigger brewery that had a little bit of a diverse you know palette yeah Yeah, lineup available Uh, without having to drive all the way downtown or exactly or like you said go up to wisconsin you know um so i was for a while i was really into like 10 years ago i was really into like wheat beers and you know even like we'd be at three floyds and my wife would get gumball head and i'd be like oh let me try that as a wheat beer and i'm like oh it's so hoppy it's so (laughs) bitter i don't know what was up with me 10 years ago but uh (laughs) i overcame that and uh just kept following craft and uh, i love living in the chicago area because i think we have one of if not the best brewing scenes in the world. yeah the other day i was like We're very blessed you know i saw we some are. guy trying to dip in like uh milwaukee trying to trade central water stuff for you know chicago hype brews and it's mm. like gosh imagine living in wisconsin where central waters is pretty much the best barrel aging program going i mean don't get me wrong they're good but yeah uh, but we have so many better other options we do it's wonderful but um and it's competition it's because we have so much competition i mean you know revolution has to keep putting out bangers or they're going to get overtaken by these other breweries that are putting out strong programs yeah and then my probably my most memorable type beer um fantastic experience eight years ago right around this time a uh, friend of mine, his then girlfriend, now wife, uh, they were at a charity event at, I believe, Hopleaf, and she won a tour for six to the Goose Island uh, Barrel Warehouse, oh, cool. led cool. by Brett Porter, formerly head brewer there, and John <laughs> Laffler, who had already Laffler. announced he was leaving to form yeah. off color. But he stuck around. So those two, like titans of beer, gave me and five of my knucklehead friends, you know, three hours on a Friday night. Wow. We went around the uh, the um, barrel houses across the street there on Fulton. We toured the brewery uh, in in the barrel houses. It was hilarious. Laffler was climbing up uh, all these barrels and vi- oh apparently in violation of every OSHA rule, but uh, yeah. he'd go up there and titrate <laughs> with a straw and a little cup straight out of the barrels. We we're trying all that. And then That's talk so about funny. an ending of the night. 
we ended the night hanging on the brew deck for like a half hour, continuing to ask these guys every goofy question, question we could, could think, think of. of yeah. And we were just pounding uh, Bourbon County cherry rye. Oh, out man. Off, off oh, man. The, you know, they have handles up on the brew deck. And so that that was amazing. It's an amazing beer. And it was an amazing experience that uh, I would love to be able to tap at some point, but <laughs> I don't think I will. So. Yeah, that is a really good memorable beer story. I don't know yeah. if we've had a no, story like that. that awesome. I it, just hit me, it just hit me. <laughs> that actually ties to an awful aging experience. Oh, no. Because I believe, At Goose Island? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It wasn't on them. And I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. But I believe it was January 2019. A uh, place out here in the Burbs with a really strong craft program was uh, doing kind of a cellar clear out and they had cherry rye bottles for on-premise consumption. Mm-hmm. And seven years, six and a half, seven years in, that beer was uh, just a shell of its former glory, even though the Not place good. I trust did have <laughs> no. it properly cellared. It's just, you know, as, as Goose Island says on the Bourbon County bottles, uh, on most of them anyway, develops for up to five years five and, yeah uh, yeah that's what they I say i think yeah. after that yeah Ad, again adjuncts tricky had it been just a 2012 bourbon county stout i'm pretty confident it would have been delicious probably fine yeah the yeah. cherries yeah. were gone and uh yeah yeah, yeah. And it was just a little bit off tasting not in fact it just not delicious so yeah well the adjuncts they, they they definitely die after a while and then it's just not you know if it's just the base then you're good but if it's anything else then yeah. it just loses stuff after time so yeah but yeah, yeah. Right. cool you know what's really gonna prove that <laughs> this neapolitan beer that we're gonna drink next <laughs> i think we're what definitely gonna I'm feel that it's, it's in 2018 as well this is a 2018 oh so okay so this, this may not be, yeah 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 you may have given us this by mistake Ooh. no well, <laughs> dog attack brewing Let's see what we have here. From them. Oh. I feel like this is more of a spring to summer release, so more than two years. Oh my god! Well, it's packaged. It says mine says uh, October. Oh, okay, okay. So, Call me a liar. I, I yeah, I only know that because I read the bottle. So I. Okay. <laughs> but otherwise, I would have no idea. You, I would have believed you in a second. Um, but yeah. You know, I, I will say I haven't had enough some from Saugatuck, and what I have had from them is some of their, like, fruity beers. Like, they had some, like, blueberry lemonade that I literally just drained poured. I couldn't even drink it. Like, it yeah. just it, it just wasn't for me. So I need to give them another shot um, besides just this 2018, but for sure, because some of the stuff... I feel like they just made some things that were uh, popular at the time mm-hmm. um, and they weren't popular for me. So I don't know what this smells like. What is the smell, <laughs> Lauren? I have been smelling this for 30 seconds. I opened the I, bottle and I was just like, oh, what I is that? Smell? no idea. What is that? It's, it's got like... a strong aroma, but I I. <laughs> okay, good. I thought I was having a stroke. <laughs> I like that this is doubling as your COVID test. So I think you're both. I know. Uh, I was just thinking that, you with know, that, uh, sharp sense of smell, a little bit of the Now you have me earlier. worried because I'm not smelling much. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely care. I same thing. I popped the the bottle, the top on it. And I was like, whoa, 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 what, something's what, coming what out. Well, and at first yeah. I thought it's got to be one of these Neapolitan flavors. It's just got to be something. One of them is overpowering the others are overpowering the, the beer or whatever i just can't put my finger on it well it doesn't fresh, smell like the, ice cream the reason that i uh, that i still had three bottles of this is because i bought a fair bit of it because fresh what really impressed me with this beer is um not that there's a ton of neapolitan uh flavored stouts out there but generally the strawberry is the weakest component and in this one i thought it was pretty impressive I, but I actually think so that it almost that's what it is. Like strawberry. Is that the, I, Steve, that's what I was going to say. Okay. I, can is I admit that, something yeah. that I am ashamed to admit? I thought that Neapolitan was cherry. 
Mm-mm. It's strawberry. <laughs> it's strawberry. Yes. Strawberry vanilla chocolate. Okay. So I don't yeah. eat Neapolitan ice cream because and this is a very long story. Um, <laughs> but the short version is I'm an extremely picky eater and Neapolitan mm-hmm. ice cream is three separate flavors. I would never eat something that has three things in it. I would never do that. So she I've just, never had yeah, Neapolitan no. ice mix, cream in my life. You don't mix anything unless it's like, you know, salt duck beer i mean i'll drink a beer that's yeah. got three no, or four different so like, you don't eat foods that are mixed so like stir fries are out no, cara no, has any, her potato no, here I'll, her I'll veg here and her protein here casserole i don't eat things that, that have the word casserole <laughs> in them i've recently discovered quiche I don't definitely don't eat that. Um, pizza? I mean, pizza has cheese, eat... tomato, I know, carbs. That's, yeah, that's why I only put like one uh, topping on it. Like oh, okay. pizza. She won't okay. eat a supreme pizza. She'll no, just oh my eat, goodness. Like, regular like cheese. Pizza I won't even like... eat a pizza that is half things I eat and half things other people <laughs> eat because what's on their side, I will taste it on my side. Um, which makes me great at drinking beer, by the way, because I can taste everything. But uh, <laughs> I also have a very strong sense of smell. So like Lauren and I getting really focused on the smell of this. We do this a lot because yeah. um, we both seem to have a, a really strong sense of smell. And so like I always say, my taste, my beer taste, what really shines through is whatever I smell the most. Mm-hmm. Um for, for the good and for the bad. So there, yeah, I think sure. that's also another reason why sometimes I miss vanilla is because you don't always get the aroma of vanilla. You'll get the aroma of like mm. the fruit that's in it or even the coffee. I mean, coffee always pushes through to the top. So like, I think that's why I miss vanilla sometimes because those other things hit me so hard when I smell Often the beer fruit, that I don't get coffee, it maple, and all those are much maple, stronger yeah. aromas than the vanilla. Strawberry. It's got strawberry. <laughs> I, I actually do think, I, here's the thing. I smell the strawberries, yeah, but it tastes, it, it smells almost like sour strawberries. Yeah. Um, but I don't taste like the strawberries. I smell I them. Yeah. I don't, it does have a strawberry, very strong strawberry smell, but it, I don't yeah. really get much of anything pushing on the taste yeah through on the taste do you feel differently about the taste steve do you think it tastes i don't know what it tastes like i mean it's pleasant (laughs) enough but i don't get strawberry vanilla or chocolate in any strong way and i don't even really get stout i get kind of just sweetness and i could maybe say a little bit of the chocolate is still in it but not not the strawberry, but not only the in vanilla. like a like a creamy milk. Yes, yes, way. just like a creaminess. Yeah. It's not, but I. That's it. Like that's the only flavor I get. I get the like weird sour strawberry aroma significantly, and then I don't get any strawberry taste, which I think is throwing me off here because it smells different than it tastes. Yeah, that's super me. weird. So it's this not is fun. Bad tasting. It's just not what it's supposed to taste like it's just it does just kind of taste like a kind of a little bit of chocolatey beer (laughs) that's like it yeah yeah that was that was interesting this is all i got i'm really enjoying this i feel like Um. i need i need like now i need to try these new ones like fresh ones to see yeah well is an easy one (laughs) and willitized i've had Mm -hmm. um but i have not had this saga tech neapolitan at all so i don't know if this is i mean it came out in october of 2018 i'm assuming it's a seasonal regularly but now i feel like i want to try a neapolitan beer yeah i don't but that's cool that you do <laughs> Why am i, not I was hesitant <laughs> uh uh i don't drink them i mean like every time a brewery comes out with neapolitan i know that yeah. um was it hailstorms neapolitan that was pretty widely sought uh, after for a while there yeah, yeah. i remember um, that I, I was like, oh, that's nice. Hail, Hailstorm's making a Neapolitan. And people like went insane. And I was just sort of like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm good. Thanks. I actually really liked Raspberry, uh, you know, Vlad. So <laughs> I don't need fair. Neapolitan. That's cool. <laughs> um, you guys can keep it. But yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't know what it is about Neapolitan. It just doesn't. It's like pistachio is another beer flavor that I just, mm. everybody seems to like that I just can't really get my mind I've never gotten around. behind the pistachio. I I just don't know. Maybe And I it's not to, to say that it. I don't like like the the like 
the nutty woody flavor you can get from from other things it's just like like people love hazelnuts i'm not a huge hazelnut person uh i know hot butcher beep came out with that (laughs) um (laughs) came out with that um the hazelnut stout which one was it dirt bath i think was that the hazelnut one people just like are like tripping over themselves in well, love with it people were polarized by it either they I did loved not like it, it or they hated it it's one it or the other so I've hazelnut seen, i've heard both and i didn't have it because i don't like hazelnut so i didn't even bother oh, um don't get it yeah it's like either you love it or you hate it i did not pick up and i regret not picking up um miscatonic just put out their the a pistachio i believe in their like their bundle holiday a- bundle thing um but you know, I haven't yeah, really left. I was the house gonna much buy it. Lately, I was so. there on Sunday and I was gonna yeah. buy it, but I was already buying a keg and I was just like, I can't spend any more money in here. I have to go. Fair. Like I, I wanted to the buy the bundle and up. I was like, what's twenty five more dollars? And then I was Especially just like, No, no, no. Just go yeah. get out. You've done enough damage for today. So, tell us tell us more about this keg that you bought for the for the keyser. Oh, well she yes. had to replace the one she drank already. I, so I uh you know. for some odd reason <laughs> there was a keg of um Pollyanna fun size, just regular fun size, um in my keyser, and somehow it it just like all disappeared in like three and a half weeks. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened, but that's what 20, happened. Twenty twenty happened. It's let's gone. Just, let's just go with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that's um, only, yeah, it's only like a gallon and a half a week. And, you know, there's And I'm not alone. I mean, my husband, right. I did have a friend stop by once or twice who sits in my garage with me sometimes. And mm-hmm. she had a c- yeah. couple of glasses. Even she would admit to you that she drank a few glasses. I would go down and refill once in a while for her if we were not going to open a can of something. Um, but I can't lay all of the blame on her. I mean, she was only <laughs> no. around for a few. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was mostly me and my husband, um, but now that it's gone, I replaced it with a six still of Flying Dutchman uh, rum barrel aged beer from Miskatonic that we actually featured on the podcast when we when we talked to Paul from Miskatonic. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not usually a big fan of rum barrel aged. I think they're a little sweet. But I really liked it when we tried it. I was I absolutely loved it. I'm gonna fully admit that having him on the podcast totally sold it for me because I I don't know if I would have bought the bottle. Um, yeah, you might not have even tried it. And then, yeah, yeah. See, look. and so doing that and having it and having my husband agree that it was fantastic. And he left for work one day and he's like, "If they're gonna sell you a kit, a six to love it, just go buy it." And I was just like, "Okay, all right." So. <laughs> They we chatted back and forth. I went over there. I picked up the six still of Flying Dutchman, and I'm very pleased with it. Um, so it's it's rum barrel aged, and then is it adjuncted as well? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I it's think just so. a rum barrel aged. Yeah. Um, and I bought a sweet tap handle along with it, which I I almost would have bought without buying anything else from them because it's such an awesome tap handle. They have. I love their little their little design perks. Miskatonic is just really good at that. I mean, their tap room has a great mural on the wall. That's so cool. Um, they just, I don't know. They kind of do the little extra flourishes that, detail, that I really yeah. like about them. The details. Yeah, you know? I'm pretty sure it's no, not, I think it's just a, uh, just a rum barrel aged beer. I don't think it has any adjuncts to it, but. I don't think um, so. It was really tasty. I've only had one glass it. since I put it in the keyser. Um, yeah because we have that advent calendar and so every day my husband gets home and we open the advent beer and i'm just like i've already had three beers because i've been home all day (laughs) you're like i had my two glasses of water and now then i started drinking so yeah (laughs) sometimes i sit by myself in the garage and pretend that my friend is there no not really you can just set Uh, up the computer on one chair and then you know pick a person do that you totally could do that it's a good idea. Um, my keyser is not full. I have another keg in it that's a Ooh. gin barrel aged Saison mm. from uh, Imperial okay. Oak. Um, I need to come but, by just to drink that. I know. Well, you yeah. should because Mike yeah. doesn't like it. Oh, um, okay, I, then, I yeah. unilaterally decided to buy it. Um, because you like it that much. Yeah. I like it. And I emailed them and they said they had it. And I was like, can I stop by? And they were like, you can stop by today. And I just stopped on my way home from work. <laughs> and I just was like there's a keg in the van in the car can you get it out and put it downstairs and he was just like 
what is it? I was like, it's something awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we're about halfway through it. Um, I don't drink it quite as much as I drank the fun size, even when we had it only because I think that I don't drink as much of it at a time. It's just kind of one of those things. Um, Plus, you know, Saison's are so summery. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's not the season. It'll be good for when I start riding my exercise bike. I can drink a little after, (laughs) you know, or before. Before, during. during, While. Put it in the water bottle. (laughs) There you go. Just mix a little bit up. You'll be good. But I do have a third slot. And there are some very exciting things on the horizon for my third slot. Um, You know, it's not yet in my possession, but it's related to a story that Steve told earlier in this podcast. I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. uh, (laughs) At least in the, in the brand recognition. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hold off on sharing that on the podcast for right now though. But uh, yeah. Always leave them wanting more. I like it. Yeah. 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 So what's your recruitment beer, Steve? What do you give to people that don't drink craft? um, You know, get them into craft. I honestly don't do that. Drink really? what you like, man. And that's cool. That's if we cool. Can that's a good attitude. Keep you know, yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. Honestly, drink what you like. I've never really, generally, I've never really pushed things. Now I have, like, I have some friends who love IPAs but uh, don't like stouts, and there I'm always like, how can you not like stouts at the end of the night, or as a dessert type beer, or and mm-hmm. I've failed with a few people there, but. Um, yeah, honestly, if, if they're happier, you know, if you're happier, like my buddy Patrick loves his hams and I'm like, dude, you're saving so much money drinking that. That's true. Right? Enjoy it. Enjoy you know it. how much a keg of hams is? It's like, oh nothing. like nothing. Nothing. Like right? Yeah. 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 No, like, so. I really can't hate on that. Yeah, for sure. Right? So what if, what if your friend who loves IPAs asks you for a recommendation? of an ipa there yeah, something like generally for... available i mean don't go crazy let's not give them a tavern cut let's like give them something <laughs> they can go and get at the liquor store or at a bar that you're out at a bar i mean well bar can be 12 well, i don't know bars but uh yeah I yeah I, I always promote Try not to think about wise that. ninja v unicorn is just so bloody good by pipe works um, uh-huh in fact, the only Chug video I've ever made was of my very first can of that beer oh, when man. it came out, I believe, five summers ago. Does that um, video exist on the internet? It pops up once a year on my Facebook memories. Oh, Otherwise, it does not. And the phone <laughs> it was taken on is... Has a, been destroyed. It's a brick at best right now. Yeah, I think I have a drawer with old tech in it, and it's it's yeah. there next to Mattel Football Two. Yeah, my, I think uh, we all have that sign. drawer. Yeah, right? you can't not. I mean, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. Like my, my children have uh, resurrected our NES from like I don't know the eighties. That's are nice. now playing like. I don't know what were they playing the other day, like Contra and like night oh, bike, and, and my kid, the twin, <laughs> my twins are six, so they like my my boy is a switch, and then he goes to the NES, and he's like. Right. Is there something wrong with this mom? And I'm no. like, no, 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 that that's just what it is. No, your <laughs> eyes are fine. Yeah. No, this is this is this is right. <laughs> He's like, okay. Man, those games are hard, man. I played right? Contra with my husband. My husband is like an excellent video gamer. Um and I played Contra with him. And you know how you can get like the 30 lives in mm. Contra? I'll die with 30 lives <laughs> on like level three of contra (laughs) and my husband will still be under the three life i mean he'll have 30 as well Mm -hmm. he can beat the game in three or less lives so he's just like fine and he's flipping around everywhere and i'm just i'm just like can you just can you just die like 28 more times so that i can come back and he's just like no i'm almost done (laughs) yeah the game's over now i just won oh too funny yeah all right, what do we got left here, look, guys? Uh, we uh, have. Go ahead, Steve. Bourbon barrel aged Imperial Mayan Mocha from Oddside, kind of uh, early uh, Abraxas uh, style okay, yeah. Mexican hot chocolate beer. With the big difference with the Oddside version that most don't have is nutmeg, hmm. especially fresh. There's a fair bit of nutmeg in this. Really. 
I think that... these are from 2014, so the nutmeg maybe no more. But oh man, I'm gonna. Uh, I hate to break it to Although... you, but mine says 2018. Mine does too. Really? These are 2018? Oh, okay. Well, September 2018. So next time we'll have to drink your 2014. Uh No, no, I need to check mine. You have to realize I'm very old and need uh, reading glasses. Just get your cheaters out. You'll be fine. This Uh, is... Okay, mine is a 2015. Uh Uh-oh. Wow. Well, we will have a different... This is um, a good contrast uh, study here. Okay. what we got going on here. Stout well, with coffee, cinnamon, nutmeg, and habaneros. I'll tell you right now, I can barrel. definitely smell cinnamon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe some nutmeg in there, too, actually. You said it was pretty heavy on the intro of this when they first came out with, uh, when it yep. was fresh. Yes. Yeah, the spices definitely. You still get, at least for us, which it's only two years old. So right. uh, we're getting. Well, I'm getting the aroma of of the spices for sure. Definitely cinnamon. Holy cow, that is spicy. Yeah. (laughs) The habanero. I'm getting some habanero a little bit. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) I still get the nutmeg, though. This isn't that far off from what Steve, it probably is. Uh, you made like. a terrible mistake. This is still yeah, good. This is still <laughs> no, good. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. You know. No, you know what? What <laughs> Should was you be the, drinking uh... two year old Mexican style stouts? Maybe in some Actually, cases, yes. Yeah. I don't it, okay. know. You know maybe. what? Maybe the Mexican. Or is mine from so... mine here from twenty fifteen? Yeah, tell us about Not yours. The though. Same experience. We, yeah, do tell yeah. Them, How though. forward is the is the habanero though? I mean, like is that totally gone or is, is it like only thing you taste <laughs> i don't know it's okay the habanero is there on the finish mm-hmm. in fact that's the dominant like identifiable note out of okay. the things they list on the ingredients on the on the label i definitely get the habanero it's, i think yeah. that's got to be the trailing flavor in this but... i'm gonna have heartburn later this is good though <laughs> But the cinnamon, my chest is hurting a little bit. That's because it's spicy. But that's what they intend. Although I will admit, I struggle a little bit with really like strong pepper, habanero, and and stuff like that in beer. Not because I don't like that flavor, but because I occasionally hit a situation where I think there's too much of a good thing, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like, like every once in a while, drink something, and I'm just like, ooh this does not complement the meal that I am eating. Like, Fair, I'm just like, yeah. this is so such a strong Any, savory almost flavor that, yeah. um, that it doesn't really balance out with either. I'm eating something while I'm drinking it, or even just kind of sitting around enjoying it. And I'm kind of like, this is intense, you know? Yeah. Um, so this yeah. Reminds me a little bit of the metal monkey. Mexican Asmodeus. Okay. Yeah. Not too long ago, or maybe it was three years ago. I don't know. Time just is 20... still for me. I have yeah. no idea. Um, but it had it had ghost peppers, maybe. It had See, now the last one it. had ghost peppers, and then they okay. came out with like a Mexican chocolate. Like, okay. I want to say it was Christmas time ish, twenty eighteen. Mm. Okay. Um, no, that one. That was, was the, the one that one. I really, that really liked. Was that was probably my yeah. best beer of twenty eighteen. Uh, that was um, solid. Yeah, the mo- more recent one had ghost peppers in it. Yeah, and had that kick at the end. This almost—I know that sounds weird. It kind of tastes like Christmas to me, though, because it's got like Ooh. cinnamon mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I don't know. It like. <laughs> I feel like it's super appropriate to drink so right the, now for me. <laughs> they're missing an opportunity. They should rebrand it as yeah. uh, Mayan. It can Navidad. Christmas ale or well, yeah. not that, but, uh... <laughs> no, it really does. And maybe that's just like don't some... let me name beers because like so. There's a bunch of cookies that we make in our house that have red hots in them. So it's got oh, that like oh, spice nice. to that's it, cool. and then it's got cinnamon. So to me, this beer would pair perfectly with like that cookie at christmas time and this so that's like, why yeah, yeah that is like exactly i mean it doesn't taste no, like it, red hot but it gives with that it. yeah with the cinnamon and with the pepper you just mm-hmm. get that spicy kick yeah that's, that's what perfect that's what i that's what when i tasted i was like this tastes like something christmasy and i think that's You're just why like, what is it that like <laughs> the red hots the cinnamon the like combination that's 
yeah, this totally would go awesome. with my mom's Christmas cookies. So that's awesome. All right, I don't, I and, don't. This is pretty good, actually. And it wow. keeps for several years. We've Apparently, learned. Okay, yeah, not for five years, but, but at uh, least two. two I'm gonna good. go with two. And now that's I will say that I don't get as I almost get no coffee though. I get the cinnamon, yeah. I don't get much coffee either in the mm-hmm. habanero. So the coffee has died but the spices and the pepper is still there so if you wouldn't have even if i wouldn't have read the label i wouldn't have even known there was coffee in it but i definitely would have gotten cinnamon Mm -hmm. nutmeg and the peppers so yeah this isn't bad at all yeah this is something it's something yeah wow all right that was a surprise a pleasant surprise yes yeah thank you steve i like this one yeah that's cool well anything to add you know we we didn't touch on a whole lot the overbuying uh conversation i mean we talked a little bit about your early off um odd side purchases (laughs) (laughs) um you know i guess my take on the situation is that um like lauren said you know you buy a four pack and you end up with stragglers or six pack or 12 pack um And you end up with those stragglers. And for me, what happens is by the time I roll around to having one or two left, I have gotten something else. And I occasionally will go backward a little bit and then back. And But it's how the stragglers get created for me (laughs) is that the next thing rolls around and and I just like kind of keep going. And unless I kind of force myself to drink something from the old four pack, I keep <laughs> reaching for the ones in the new one. Um, sense, yeah. But that being said, I mean, I've started buying beers in Sixtals, so I don't really get to uh, make a whole yeah, lot of judgments true. about overbuying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're kind of over buying yeah no that's the definition i just of do it in a cost effective way <laughs> because go, as true. i was explaining to lauren on sunday when i was trying to justify the <laughs> miskatonic six bills, i was saving like almost 50 percent by buying it in a six still rather than buying what they if were selling the bottles calling it at. by the ounce yeah for yeah. sure yeah you're, you're saving so it was yeah. very cost effective there you go and a lot that's less a lot less packaging waste and yeah, yeah. See, yeah. we're helping the environment. All good. Really, well, and good some things. breweries, and on, not Miskatonic, but the, actually the barrel-aged straw that I have from Imperial Oak is a recyclable keg. So I don't That's have to return cool. it. Uh, I can just throw it in my hmm. recycling bin after I depressurize it. And they gave me a little What's it tool. Made it's made It's just plastic. Ooh, Yeah. That's a that's a subject for a different podcast, but yeah, uh, you plastic have rarely a conversation. gets recycled. <laughs> you, uh, well, I can see where you're headed. Um, I think that we're talking about you know how long are we preserving something, but uh, I don't know. I don't think that my barrel aged straw keg is gonna be there for much longer so we'll see (laughs) but there are i do remember when my brother used to homebrew at one point he bought plastic bottles to put his beer Mm -hmm. in and we were all just like i'm not gonna drink this (laughs) i'm not drinking out of a plastic bottle what am i yeah i mean for their actually for their first year or two i don't know if they still have them but uh metal monkey used to have some plastic uh I want to say there were fermenters. They had some plastic really? tanks huh. back yeah. in the, in the uh, brewing area. Yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised if I remember a couple years back going there with my husband for like a random night out. Um, it was probably more than a couple years at this point, but um, because every year is the same. But uh, <laughs> but their setup was very like you could tell it was very improvised um Mm -hmm. at least at the beginning maybe when they were kind of getting the ball rolling you could tell that they kind of repurposed that they 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 had some found uh you know uh, materials uh Mm -hmm. you know they had like a like a diamond uh plate work surface and i was kind of like um that's cool where did you get that (laughs) seems kind of like it would be frustrating to work on something that wasn't flat <laughs> but yeah um and there was just kind of a lot of that sort of floating around in the brewery area um so i'm not surprised um that they kind of had that um but lauren and i have had 
conversation after conversation about breweries trying to be cost effective um, mm-hmm. in order to survive. And there are there's another side to what Metal Monkey is doing, and the other side of it is that you also see breweries that are spending ungodly money on things that you kind of wonder. You know, like I, I hate to bring it up, but like more brewing has these wrought iron <laughs> carved more oh, brewing I... chairs in the brewery and they have to have 200 of them. Yeah, and yep. they my husband cost, literally, I can't even the, imagine. when we sat down, oh. he was like, that nice right chair. there for, would have cost a ridiculous amount of money to and machine. It's that beautiful. Many and yeah. I, it's aesthetically pleasing and presentation mm-hmm. is important. And I respect all of those things. I also know that if I were starting or expanding a business, I would review those types of costs and I would probably put that money into, you know, like production in some fashion. Uh, and uh, yeah, in Morvilla Park, actually, they sold all of their original bar stools and chairs, mm-hmm. which were also branded in some fashion. And uh, they, you know, they sold them when they, when they ordered the new stuff and my gosh, those actually had secondary value. There were weirdos crazy. You know, I'm not flipping them for three times they what were. they paid. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the secondary market is ridiculous, especially I... right now, because people either have too much money or no money. So, yep. like, so it's yeah. like crazy people are like, well, I'm just going to buy everything. And everybody else mm-hmm. is like, well, sure, go for it. Like, yeah, there, I mean, <laughs> there, there are people funding their nascent alcoholism i'm sorry um craft beer enthusiasm <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. based on you know don't <laughs> get buy three real, things Steve. Buy, yeah. you know if you buy three things at cost and you sell one of them for three times cost right? yeah. then it's a break-even hobby but yeah well yeah. I and I'm, i can't go for that i'm no, gonna I'm jump ahead of lauren that. and say don't forget to put that uh on your income taxes you guys if you're gonna <laughs> sell beer for a profit right. yep. remember that's income and you have to claim that on your taxes mm-hmm. don't forget yep. i always yep. want to post that in the beer group of, and you know, always like, get an id from the just person a reminder right yeah, yeah. yeah. not to go things. too all far down things. to that area but <laughs> these you know the beer bros beer bros get so mad when breweries hike up their prices uh-huh. and stores oh my gosh when a store sells it more than msrp <laughs> they're oh. like the worst people ever and i'm like Oh, I'm sorry. The business that has uh, rent to pay and yeah, insurance right. and inventory yeah. holding costs and payroll. They're trying to make an actual profit. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. No, God I, forbid that yeah. with they all make a little the, uh, extra. The BCBS well, the that suffered. came out, it's exactly. been recently, people are crazy about it. Oh my God, yeah. this place is charging blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you yeah. know what? Especially now in this age, like, yeah, fine. Like, you don't like it, so don't buy it like whatever you know yeah i mean if you don't want to pay 55 dollars for the bottle then don't buy it or maybe don't buy it at all i mean that may be your alternative it's cool just don't buy it yeah 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 no i totally get it so fun we can have a whole podcast episode next time we'll have you on steve we can talk about uh trading and selling beer we'll talk about the secondary market Perfect. I like it. I don't have yeah. a lot of experience with that, so I can't really. <laughs> I have. I, think zero... I bought a beer one time for more than the brewery was selling. I it. have zero yeah. desire to buy and sell beer like that. Like even if I had extra, I would probably just trade for whatever the value. Yeah, is right. Yeah. I'd rather share it with people who are also like the beer then make a profit off of my hobby like it's just not you know i don't know to me and my husband belongs to a bunch of bourbon facebook pages and stuff and like he shows me ridiculous costs for like even basic stuff like we've got two bottles of blanton sitting on our shelf and like you know it's harder to find and people go crazy and i'm like i bought it at like joe's beverage for like you know whatever but you know when they can't find it it's it's just it's crazy how much people are willing to spend on things, but yep. also to me, it's crazy the fact that morally people will charge that much for it. It's like, yeah. it's a double problem to me, but that's just my personal <laughs> opinion. So I, I wouldn't do it, but I'd that's rather okay. sh- I'd rather share with people that also will enjoy the beer that I enjoy 
and do it socially rather than make a profit off of it. But it's not my business. So I don't, uh, I am not in the beer selling business. I am Me in neither. the corporate I mean, only, finance only on a, behind the desk business. So I, I only sell beer in the sense that I try to expand people's horizons and get them into craft whenever yep. I can. Yeah. Um, well, but I get nothing from be. that except for joy. Yeah. Companionship. <laughs> Others that yeah. enjoy the connection. Same thing. There you go. That's what it's all about. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Steve, thank you for thank you for having me. This yeah. has yeah. been fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It's been great to chat with you. And thanks for sharing these beers with us in the spirit of sharing, like Lauren was go. saying. Uh, yeah. we're grateful. It was a fun little little trip we went on here where we went from kind of one kind of one extreme to the other um in, in uh, my case where we drank something that kind of tasted like almost nothing uh <laughs> into something that you know i mean i haven't had this beer fresh but man it definitely had a lot of flavor left in it mm -hmm. so yeah, that was really it. fun and it was great chatting with you and uh we'll catch up with you again i'm sure down the yes. road we would love that if you're up for it Absolutely. um and uh we'll call it a night here and thanks again Sounds right. real good. Sorry I didn't have any sound parenting advice. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We don't yeah, either cool. right now. We can sometimes just talk about beer. That's yeah. okay. excellent. Well, cheers. All right, cheers. Cheers. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.